Good evening, everyone. This is ANC for another week of IT, a weekly Jamaican perspective. Now, this week we are going to speak about the whole idea of big data. Now, as we know, data is the, the ability to store signals and 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 um, computer operations whether from a, um, electrically or electronically on different devices and so on, whether you're going to store it magnetically or optically or otherwise. And, uh, you know, basically data is utilized to be the, the brain, well, the basis of information to inform decision making. However, we hear about this new phenomenon of big data, which sounds like um, it's more than just normal size data. So without further ado, let's jump into it and see what this big data is all about. Now, let's look at, first, we're going to look at a few things. We're going to look at what is data. We're going to look at what is big data, then examples of big data, types of big data, characteristics of big data, benefits of big data, and then we'll just have a summary at the end. Yeah? So when we look at data, it is really the quantities, characters, or symbols on which operations are performed by a computer, which may be stored and transmitted in the form of electrical signals and recorded on magnetic optical or mechanical recording media. However, big data now is a collection of data that is so huge in volume, yet growing exponentially with time. It is a, is a data with so large a size and complexity that none of the traditional data management tools can store it or process it efficiently. Big data is also data, but with a huge size. So let's say your database was growing in terms of megabytes on a um, daily basis. So it grew 10 meg in a day. At the end of the month of 20 working days, that would be 200 meg. That's your database growing um, but that's just normal data size growth. However, big data seems to be way bigger than that. So let's look at some examples of big data. Now, the New York Stock Exchange generates about one terabyte of new trade data per day. Now, that's huge. Um, if you're trying to understand what that is, just think about the fact that um, you have megabytes and then you have a terabytes. You have gigabytes and then you have terabytes. So you have megabytes, gigabytes, and then terabytes. So 100 gig um, is still 100 gigabytes, but 1,000 gigabytes is a terabyte. So if you look at it, if you're looking at it from that angle, you realize how much data is generated. You realize the magnitude of the size of data that's generated in one day from the New York Stock Exchange. But from social media, we have another shocker. 
the statistic shows that 500 terabytes of new data gets, gets ingested into the databases of social media site Facebook every day. This is 500 times the New York Stock Exchange now. And this data is mainly generated in terms of photo, video, and video uploads, message exchanges, and comments. Right? Five, we, we are really a people that are really on social media. And I, and, and I can see this really, even from a Jamaican perspective, you have some people that live on social media every day. They do a work. I'm not too sure what they're doing otherwise, but they live on social media every day. And they are contributing to this big data scenario. Because to make it worse, there is something known as Facebook Live, as we all know. And, and so many people are utilizing Facebook Live for whatever digital streaming that they want to do and that sort of a thing. All of these things contribute to the, 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 the magnitude of big data that is hitting Facebook on a daily basis. And, and thirdly, a single jet engine plane can generate 10 terabytes of data in 30 minutes of flight time. With many thousand flights per day, generation of data reaches up to many petabytes. So one jet plane does 10 terabytes of data in 30 minutes. If that flight is three hours, you can see where it's 60 terabytes just from that one flight. And as it said, thousand flights per day, the, 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 um, the generation of data is just astronomical. Right? So we have, and, 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 and so we want to look at what are the different types now of big data? Um, are there different types? Because we just heard of, we just spoke about before, just big data. The fact that, yes, we, um, there are examples of it, but what are the types? Now, it's, it, it's strange, you know, the types are, 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 are split into three, structured, unstructured, and semi-structured. Now, structured data is our structured big data is any data that can be stored, accessed, and processed in the form of a fixed format that is termed as a structured data. Over the period of time, talent in computer science has achieved greater success in developing techniques for working with such kind of data where the format is well known in advance and also deriving value out of it. However, no Nowadays, we are foreseeing issues when a size of such data grows to a huge extent. Typical sizes are being in the range of multiple zettabytes, which is even larger than petabytes. Right? And an example of structured data really can be a structured database, yeah? where you have employee ID, employee name, gender, department. So they, 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 they Within the database, there are field names, and the field names are employee ID. So in that, the, um, and then you have a, a field name called employee name, you have a field name called gender, another one called department, and another one called salary. So basically, that is a structure. So you'll, in employee ID, you'll only find the ID. In the name, you'll only find the name, the gender is either male or female, there are no other genders on the planet. Regardless of what anybody tells you, um, department, there is different, whether it's finance or accounts, so on. And then there's salary. 
which is a numerical figure and in structured databases as well um, for instance salary would be a numerical field because only only figures are going to be employee id may be a might be an alphanumerical field some people may have numbers some people may have alphabets and numbers some people may have only alphabets so it, it gives you the, 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 the flexibility to put whatever you want in that field as your 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 um, employee ID give you an example men may have a in front of their number women may have a B in front of their number so right off the bat, since it's only male and female, you could do a query on employee ID and you could tell right off the bat how many men and how many women work in the company without you having to do a, a query on the gender field. All right, so that's just to give you an idea of what the structured data is all about. Now, let's go to the unstructured data. Any data with an unknown form or the structure is classified as unstructured data. In addition to the size being huge, unstructured data poses multiple challenges in terms of its processing for deriving value out of it. A typical example of unstructured data is a heterogeneous data source containing a combination of simple text, files, images, and videos. Nowadays, organizations have a wealth of data available to, with them, but unfortunately, they don't know how to derive value out of it since it's data in its raw form or unstructured format. Now, an example of unstructured data would be a Google search. So you, you, you type something into Google, do a search, and what comes up is a web page with information. Now, the, the whole idea, as mentioned before, is that um, many organizations can get that wealth of data, but they don't really know how to derive value out of it. Um, in my mind, the easiest way to derive value out of it, is to, it would be the fact that you're doing a research. And in doing the research, you would actually be utilizing the data that you have garnered from the websites in your research. And that is how the value would be derived from it. Because it would not be very easy to derive it um, in many other ways. Um, it's not like you can query it um, and get what you want from it like the structured database as a matter of fact you may have to in the research you may have to move that unstructured data into a structured format in order to even acquire or get more information from from it in terms of what is actually needed all right so basically as i said an example is like a google search and information that is derived from that google search now semi-structured data semi-structured data can contain both the, the, both forms of data we can see semi-structured data as structured in form but is actually not defined with um, 
a table definition in real database management systems. Example of semi-structured data is a data represented in an XML file, right? Where, um, let's say, personal data stored in an XML file, it comes, it's coming out of a, it could be coming out of a, out of a structured, um, a structured database, or let us say you, you. You took data out of an Excel spreadsheet and you sent it to a comma, a comma um, file, a comma separated value file, CSV file. However, because you have, because you have some rows that have more information than others, when it comes over into that comma separated value file all of the fields are not going to line up vertically and you will it will have a semi-structured look um, and you will have to know where in each line um, how it how it actually works how it will actually fit in a structured way right but your data will still be there and it will be um, usable as long as you know how to to set it up so you get the information that you desire from it now a site to note here one of the things to note here is that web application data which is unstructured same thing that we spoke about which is a Google search consists of log files uh, um, or can consist of log files transaction histories and etc um, there are some systems which are built to work with structured data, wherein data is stored in are stored in tables, which is the same thing we spoke about, um, where you have the unstructured data, but it um, th those log files and so on have they have the, the, the ability they you they, they persons who are actually setting up some of these websites and information that is being utilized by the websites um, or, or information that's being downloaded from the website for utilizing uh, getting giving the the um, the managers of these websites pertinent information to make decisions they actually have the ability to utilize these unstructured um, data or some of them have the ability to utilize a structured data even structured data for websites and so on uh, where under normal circumstances we the persons looking at the website and doing a, a, a search would see unstructured data but in the back end there is structured data available for the use of these websites right so we have now the characteristics of big data, which was really spoken about from the second slide, um, because the characteristics of big data are volume, variety, velocity, and variability, right? The four Vs. Now, volume 
the name big data itself is related to a size which is enormous. The size of data plays a very crucial role in determining the value out of data. Also, whether a particle of data can be actually can actually be considered as big data or not is dependent on the volume of the data. Hence, volume is one characteristic which needs to be considered while dealing with big data. The next aspect of big data is variety. Variety re refers to the heterogeneous sources and the nature of data, both structured and unstructured. During earlier days, spreadsheets and databases were the only sources of data considered by most of the applications. Now data is in the form of emails, photos, videos, monitoring devices, PDFs, audio, etc. are also being considered in the analysis applications. This variety of unstructured data poses certain issues for storage, mining, and analyzing data. Because as I said before, to really manage or analyze data, regardless of how it, it, it is, it, you have to either find a structured, a, a way to put it in a structured manner that the analysis can easily be, be done easily as against having it haphazardly and in an unstructured way and you still can't figure out and, and, and that will affect how good your analysis will be and and also and once your analysis is affected the information that you draw from that analysis will also be affected and the, and the decisions you make based off the information that's leaky already will also have serious problems all right so the third characteristic is velocity and this refers to the speed of generation of data how fast the data is generated and processed to meet the demands and determines real potential in the data. So, as we said before, you have data in a jet engine that is, a jet engine is, is uh, putting out 10 terabytes of data in 30 seconds. Now, you, you would need the ability to process that data because that data can mean life or death for the pilot and the passengers. Yeah? So, however, that data is being processed is rather important and, um, to the speed at which the data is being generated. Now, big data velocity deals with the speed at which data flows in from the sources like business processes, application logs, networks, and social media sites sensors, mobile devices, etc. The flow is massive of data is massive and continuous. And that is shown by what we spoke about earlier with regard to whether it's the jet engine, 10 terabytes every half an hour, Facebook, 500 plus terabytes every day, or the New York Stock Exchange, which is one terabyte a day. So the, the, the flow continues as it's too massive and can and um and it's a continuous flow now variability which is a fourth characteristic this refers to the inconsistency which can be shown by the data at times thus hampering the process of being able to 
handle and manage the data effectively, which comes down to the unstructured data and the semi-structured data. Once you have that, those types of data involved, then you definitely will have a problem in terms of handling and managing the data effectively. If all the time the data, even if the data was big data, and it was always structured, there will be no problems. All right? So the benefits of big data. The ability to process big data brings in multiple benefits, such as businesses can utilize outside intelligence while taking decisions. So information being coming to them from their users or their clients or their members can easily be um, in, involved in their decision making without a problem because they are able to capture all of this data. Access to social data from search engines like and sites like Facebook and Twitter are enabling organizations to fine-tune their business strategies, which we just said earlier, and, and creates improved customer service. Um, traditional customer feedback systems are now getting replaced by new systems designed with big data technologies. Now, we just spoke last week about intelligent apps, and this is where some of this would fit in, because um, once intelligent apps are operating with artificial intelligence as the backbone, then these things will um, the ability to get feedback from their customers is almost is almost instantaneous and will help them um, to have better operational efficiency and earlier identification of risk to the product and services if any at all okay. now big data technologies can also be used for creating a staging area or landing zone for new data before identifying what data should be moved to a data warehouse right and in addition such integration of big data technologies and data warehousing helps an organization to offload infrequently accessed data right? now in summary we can say that you know from our definition big data is really defined as data that's huge in size and big data is a term used to describe a collection of data that is huge in size and yet growing exponentially with time big data analytics examples include stock exchanges social media and jet engines um, jet planes now big data can also uh, can be structured unstructured or semi-structured and the four V's are involved when it comes to characteristics, volume, variety, velocity, and variability. Now, the benefits of big data include improved customer service, better operational efficiency, better decision-making, etc. Now, this was just to give us an idea of the whole big data uh, scenario, what it's all about, how the examples of it, the characteristics of it, and really the benefits of it.
and you know examples of it that we just that we spoke about in terms of examples of structured data examples of unstructured data and semi-structured data so i hope this would have given everyone listening an insight into the whole idea of big data and how much data is actually being generated in certain industries uh, from social media to the airline industry right? and other industries around the world. So this is Ian Seymour signing out for another podcast and I trust that everybody learned something new and you look forward to my podcast next week. So remember, as I've always said, technology is for all of us. Let's use it wisely. This is Ian Seymour signing out for another week of IT at Jamaican Weekly Perspective. Good night.